Hey, girlfriends, welcome back to another episode of Her Sacred Sexuality. We're excited to have you here today. Today's episode, we are talking about how to love your man. And this is something that Karen and I thought it would be a great idea to start the conversation about because our our podcast is literally called Her Sacred Sexuality. A lot of it is geared towards us and how we experience sex, how we enter into sex, how we show up in the bedroom. But let's talk about the men. Let's put a spotlight on them for a little bit and their needs and their desires and fundamental truths that we can kind of step into. Even though you said this is a podcast for women, but I was surprised to hear we have 23, was it 23% of our listeners are actually men? Yeah, 22%. Yeah, 22%. I love that. I feel like they're kind of hiding out there. Yeah. Also, (laughs) somebody said something really sweet the other day, because I I had posted a questionnaire and was like, what do you guys want to see from us? And somebody said they'd like to see even a retreat with both men and women, like a co-ed retreat, like for couples and or content about the relationship. And she said, hashtag our sacred sexuality. And I was like, that's so cute. I love that. Love that. That could be definitely in the mix at some point. Yeah. Having like a a nice, like even like a retreat, an intimate like couples retreat, maybe go to a tropical location or something. Like, yes, I'm down. (laughs) Giving us all the ideas. I love it. (laughs) Twist my arm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Love that. Fully twisted. Yeah. Shout out to the men. Um, and let us know what you think. Is this is this episode? Are these tips dead on? Or is this not hitting the nail on the head at all? Like we want to hear from you. But so we're going to focus on ways to love your man while also staying in your feminine. And I think it actually works better when we are in our feminine yeah. to love our man because that polarity creates, you know, that spark and that romance and that love. And the, one of the reasons your man probably fell in love with you initially was your spark and your light. These are just some fun, practical ways to love your man. And also this is a, the reason why we specifically state that it's a way that we can stay in our feminine is because it's really easy to go into our caretaker mode, which we are not his mom. We're not his mother and we're not here to baby him. And that's not the goal here. The goal here is to show up as his wife, as his spouse, as his helpmate, as his lover, um, as his playmate. And these are just ways that we can do this. And we're not telling you this as ways to make you feel like you're not doing a good job or shame women or put more things on your to-do list. This isn't about saying like, hey, women, you need to step it up and love your man better and, you know, do a better job. And he has these needs and it's you have to meet them. I think that kind of language was very pervasive, like throughout the 90s and 2000s with all the books. We've mentioned this before, but I think it it's worth touching on again, like the love and respect and the power of a praying wife and the excellent wife and all of these books that when you really read through them, they're very patriarchal. They're very um, one-sided. Most of them are written by men and Mm -hmm. it puts this heavy burden on women to um, behave in certain ways, to show up in certain ways, because if you don't, your man will not doesn't you know should won't love you won't be faithful to you or like if they're in sin and you're not praying hard enough like there's a there's a lot of toxic material that was guised in this like faith 
perspective that sounded good and sounded righteous, but at the end of the day, it actually, I believe, hurt more marriages. And um, it wasn't the full perspective. And that's not to say that God doesn't tell us to walk in love and respect and honor toward our spouses. He he has instructions for men and women in the Bible about, you know, how to treat one another, which is valuable. And that's kind of what we're touching on today. But I wanted to give just a little bit of a disclaimer that the word, the tips we're sharing are like the icing on the cake, this, or, and the found, and it's, and it's really foundational when yeah. we look at scripturally, like how men are wired, how God created men and how, what our gift is to women. So we want this to be like an inspirational podcast yeah. where you say, wow, I forgot about this one, or I did, I, I needed that reminder and ways that you can lean in to love your man now, not ways that you will need to feel ashamed or beaten down for not doing a good enough job. Because at the end of the day, like men need to have a strong sense of their own masculinity and identity, and they can't be sucking and pulling from their woman or other people around them in order to get those needs met. So I feel like those books were really a scapegoat for insecure men to demand that from their partners in an unhealthy way. And so that's kind of what I just wanted to share ahead of it in advance, because I've had those, you know, concepts and tools used against me, you know, in different stages of marriage or when my husband didn't feel loved. And so here are hearts in this, that we're not trying to bring down the gavel on you ladies and say, hey, you need to love your man better or else. Like that's not Yeah, right, And we both, but we both have responsibility here to show up in our best self. And these are just some ideas to show up in your best self as a wife that has a unique opportunity to give and bless your husband in these ways. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, we've heard us say it before, but when we are in our feminine, a lot of what, what we do is we attract and we pull in and we bring in. So a part of that is pulling in a man who is worth respecting a man who is worth understanding a man who is worth appreciation and attention a man who is worth having his own freedom and desires and a man who is worth experiencing our sexual sexuality and our bodies and so we're all we're talking about this all in those confines of understanding that a man who is going to receive this from us, this kind of love from us is a man who deserves this kind of love. But then are we saying other men don't deserve it? <laughs> I feel like that's no, a sl- slippery but I slope. Think, I mean, yeah, some men don't, re- don't deserve respect. If they're <laughs> disrespectful, <laughs> fuck that. Okay. He does not deserve respect. Okay. <laughs> like, I right. don't agree with that. <laughs> you know, that's, <laughs> I believe like respect should be earned, not just yeah given, you know, you have an opportunity as a husband to show up in a way to create safety and to create the bowl for his wife to Mm. be the water, to be the flow, to be the energetic being and to have that safety. If you're not creating that for your wife, you are no longer safe and you don't get that respect. Mm. Oh, girl, I like it. <laughs> this, see, this is like the way I'm like, I'm like reassessing the programming. Like, wait, wait a second. And this is what I love talking about, because it's like, wait, we've been told our whole lives. I don't know about you guys. I've been married 19 years now. And most all of that time in the church and hearing well, wives respect your husbands and right. pray for your husbands. Not that that's bad, but it's like, 
but what if they don't deserve respect? Yeah. They don't, they never talk about that. Right. Exactly. <laughs> it's and a, that's part are... of the toxicity of these teachings. Yeah. It's like the, the burden of it when your husband's out there messing up, <laughs> if, he's, if he's thinning, <laughs> if he's having affairs, if he's watching porn, if he's disrespecting yeah. you and abusing you emotionally or physically, like, right. This isn't like a, you got to respect him more and then he'll stop being emotionally abusive. Right. Yes. Uh, Ah, uh, no, that is that's not what we're saying. That we just have to kill that sacred cow from the yeah. get go because we it's so <laughs> true. Oh my gosh! Yeah, and your respect level is not going to heal those wounds for your husband. Yeah, exactly. Your your loving him, your attention, your it like you can give do all of the things that we're telling you in this podcast. Do it all right and check all the boxes. It's still yeah. not going to make him a better man. It's still not going yeah. to heal his childhood wounds and his traumas and triggers. That's yeah. his responsibility, his manhood, his self-respect, his masculinity and self-concept mm-hmm. and identity is his journey and his work, not yeah. your responsibility, ladies. So yeah. If anything, you're perpetuating. Yeah. Like if anything, you're (laughs) perpetuating that behavior by by continuing to respect and pour more onto him of these things. Like, don't we, that's, that is a red flag. Like, because women are told like, well, you have to respect him, which is interpreted as tolerate. Like if you're tolerant, if you're tolerating this behavior, then it's okay. And it sends the wrong message. And so like, respect is not tolerating bad, abusive, dysfunctional, toxic behavior. Boundaries are appropriate. Like, so and that's where we've talked about this before. Like, there are times where boundaries are important. And that might look like that might feel like or sound like disrespect to your husband or people might judge it as that, but it's really self-respect and respect for him because you're saying, I'm not tolerating this in our marriage anymore. Right. Well, I feel, I feel better now that we got that out of the way. (laughs) (laughs) So this is, these are tips for women who are in loving, committed relationships with your man (laughs) who there is reciprocity. There is love, there is openness and vulnerability. There is safety, emotional safety, most very, very important. And if you haven't gathered from our little discourse yet, the number one thing, <laughs> number one way men receive love is respect. <laughs> yes, yes. This is a really beautiful way. And I, you know, I was even thinking about this and I was like, what does that look like in practice? I feel like when you like, a lot of the times you hear the language of, oh, I really respect that person or I really respect him. And it's like, well, what does that mean? Like, how do we show that other than just saying, I respect you, you know? Yeah. And one of the things that I was thinking about was respecting what he does, like respecting how he shows up for the family, like in work environments. I think for men, they feel really secure and proud of what they do in the workplace and what they bring home. And when we can show respect and reverence for what he provides in those ways, that can be a real big turn on. Something I noticed is men are like very, uh, attune to communication, verbal communication and what we say. So even talking about like, oh my gosh, how did that meeting go? Like, how did you run it? Was it good? Like 
oh, I am so amazed by how you are able to show up in that space and have the respect for what he does. Like that was just one simple way for me, at least like where my husband is at in his career is like, oh my gosh, that's incredible. Like, you're so good at that. You're so good at like creating relationships. Yeah. Like brag on your husband. I love what Bethany wrote here in our notes. She said like that you'll crack the code to a man's heart. If you share with him your adoration for his ability to create security and safety for you and your family. Yeah. It's so true. And I think men feel built up by that and each man might receive it in a different way. But when we recognize, we pay attention to those gifts that they have, those skills that they have, and we're building him up and they know like when he comes home, he's appreciated, he's honored, he's, we see the sacrifice he's making, we see that the work he's doing is, is valuable to our family. That goes a long way. And it's a big a big f- a difference in coming home to a wife that's nagging and complaining like you're always gone you're always working mm-hmm. that may be true but it also probably won't motivate him to come home and spend more time with you if we're <laughs> right. always negative toward him and right. we're not honoring and respecting the qualities and the gifts that he does bring yeah and in terms of respect of like who he the role he plays as being you know our quote unquote head, that can be an area where, especially when it comes to family of like, Hey, he might have specific boundaries put within the family unit to protect us, like to create safety for us. And that can be a way that we respect our husband and the boundaries he's creating for our family unit, obviously when it's consensual and it's talked about between you and your husband. But I think that's also a great thing of like, you know, so for me, something that my husband does that I used to actually hate and we worked on it in therapy. (laughs) But one thing was that he always wanted me to stand on the inside of him when we're walking on in a sidewalk. He always wanted me protected. You know, you guys went to therapy over that. Well, it was a part of our therapy. It wasn't like, we need to go to therapy because of that. Like It was (laughs) something that was like brought up in therapy, you know? But I'm curious, like, why was that a trigger for you? Oh, because I was in my masculine. I was not living in a feminine place. And so I was like, okay. Did it feel controlling? Yeah. It felt like, okay, so you're telling me I can't like, like I'm a child, like you Mm, have to protect me, you know, it was very like demeaning. It felt very gross. But then once he told me his heart behind it, he's like, I just want to protect you. Like, I want to make sure that if a car is coming on, like I'm going to be the one hit, not you. Like if we were in any kind of situation, I can protect and Once I understood that and once I got over myself, I was able (laughs) to respect his desire in that, his desire to want to protect me. And so now, you know, he just like nudges me if we're like in any space and I'm not like on the inside, he'll just like nudge me and I'll, you know, move. But that's something that I do to respect him because I love him and I know he's doing it out of love for me. Yeah. That's actually really sweet. I actually love that. Another way we can respect our man is by verbally expressing respect, even publicly. And I know that that's Mm -hmm. been something that my husband that has meant a lot to my husband when I will 
um, stand up for him or share mm. something or pray, praise him publicly, whether yeah. that's like on social media or in like a public setting to friends, because the way we speak about our husbands in among other people can really impact their confidence and their heart. And I know it's gone a long ways when I've praised him publicly. So that's something that I think can also be really powerful to do. Yeah for your man um, and do it authentically. Like, don't feel like you have to lie or make things up. If, if you don't actually respect him, it's going to be really hard to respect him. If you, to show respect, if you don't truly respect him. And that's kind of going back to what we were saying earlier, that like respect has to be earned. And yeah. um, And that's important that you have a healthy marriage Mm. and you're dealing with the roots of the disrespect because Really, truly, if we have disrespect in our hearts and that's flowing out of us, if we're expressing disrespect verbally or through our actions, the root there is bitterness. It's it's because we as women feel unloved or disrespected and there's there's conflict there and we have to work on that first. And so when we say that men, some men don't deserve respect, that is true, but all men deserve kindness. Yeah. And love. And so I think I feel like there's a there's a differentiation here where we can say, you know what, I'm going to treat you with kindness, I'm going to walk in a righteous, honoring way. But that doesn't mean I'm going to shower you with praise, when Mm -hmm. that's not in my heart. And I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to like, right, give you accolades when your actions aren't backing that up. And so there's a way, but there's a way to walk it out. I feel like biblically and with honor while setting healthy boundaries where you still are able to respect authentically. And so I think every human deserves like basic levels, basic respect and honor and kindness. Yeah. But this kind of respect that we're called to give our husbands should come from the overflow of our hearts should come from the love and admiration we feel for them. And if it's not there, then we have some work to do. We have some healing to do. And they may have some healing to do as well to create that emotional safety. Yeah, totally. Okay, let's move on to the second one, which is understanding, which I struggled with this for a really long time in my marriage. (laughs) This is something that I, I I used to just be a really angry person especially towards my husband. And so when he messed up, when he, you know, didn't show up, didn't whatever. And it's probably something I still honestly struggle with, but you know, this is just coming from a fully like raw open space is that like, I can tend to not give him understanding and grace when he's late to come home from work and the either dinner's cold or like I'm tapped out from the day of like being in mom world and running two businesses and those kind of things I have I have very or had very little patience for I had a lot less patience back in the day like I my tolerance has risen but the fact of the matter is our husbands will make mistakes they are going to disappoint us in one way or another and this is not I'm not talking to or about the men who like they refuse to change or they're you know stuck in their ways and don't care I'm talking about the the good men who are trying their best but things happen things get in the way it gets messy sometimes 
and understanding, giving him the opportunity to even like say, Hey babe, I'm so sorry. Like I was not able to do this today. Like I'm going to make it up to you by doing this. And like, I think understanding is a really important part of the feminine because it's a very receiving, it can either be a very receiving thing if done well and a very projecting thing if done unwell. Like if we don't understand him, if we don't understand his perspective or the fact that he's human and he's going to make mistakes and he's going to disappoint us, like, or we can receive him and be like, okay, I'm going to create space for you. Like, let's talk about it. You know, like, tell me what's going on, you know, like, and I forgive you and I love you and let's move on, you know? Like giving him the benefit of the doubt. Cause there's definitely times where like, yeah, I've created a story in my head before he even gets home and I'm like fuming and I'm mad and I'm like, oh, he's so disrespectful. Oh, he can't believe he is like, he didn't come home on time or he didn't call me back or I can't believe he did that. And we've written this whole story in our heads that say like, oh, he doesn't love me. He doesn't appreciate me. He doesn't know what I do for this family, whatever that might be. And they walk in the door and they're like, let me, they tell me like, he might say, oh, here's what happened today. And I've been doing this and this, and then this happened and this. And I'm like, (laughs) yeah. Oh, okay. (laughs) Uh, Let me just step back a little bit and check myself because I just wrote a whole story. That's not even true. And I just have to understand like where he's coming from. And there's times, like we said, where we need to listen and understand, but also put up a firm boundary and say, totally. Hey, buddy, you've been coming home late every night this week. Your family needs you. Yeah. I'm in a place for that too. Absolutely. And just for consideration, like think about the amount of understanding that you have for your friends, Mm -hmm. if they show up late to something or your doctor or, you know, anybody else besides your husband, you know, (laughs) like we (laughs) will create, we will create so much understanding for everybody else, but our spouse. And so this is, this might be a confronting way to show love to your man, but imagine how loved he would feel and how motivated he would feel to show up in a better way next time, making sure that that what happened before the mistake that was made doesn't happen again because you received him with love and affection and forgiveness. Yeah, absolutely. So the third one on our list is appreciation. And attention. This is something that across the board, you know, among several podcasts and and content pieces that we looked at, men overall are living who are living in their true masculine are looking for appreciation from women, not as like a transactional thing, like, okay, I'm going to be a good man in order to get praise and attention and appreciation. That would be the unhealed masculine who is doing and performing and being the nice guy in order to get praise from women, but truly is afraid of women and insecure at the root. We're talking about men who work hard, who live in their true masculine, and we have the power to praise them, to appreciate them, to use our words, to build them up and to give attention, positive attention to them. And for men that affirms them in their masculinity and in their strength that they carry when they feel appreciated. 
Totally. Yeah. Appreciation, I think is one of the biggest thing. And it's not just for, you know, like the big stuff, like if he brings you home flowers or, you know, surprises you with a trip or takes you out on a date, it's like the, the small things. Did he do the dishes? Tell him how much you loved that he did the dishes. Men say that when they are appreciated in those ways and it's made to be like a big deal, they're like more motivated in the future to do it because they're like, oh, hell yeah. Like I'm creating freedom for my wife. My wife feels like she's got less on her plate or whatever it is. You are speaking life into his service, into his giving. And that as a woman and staying in our feminine is, that is our powerhouse. That's our like superhero power is being able to breathe life, speak life into our husbands for the things that he's doing right and the things that he's doing well. So good. I would also play a little devil's advocate here and say that women, you don't have to praise him every time he does the dishes or takes care of the kids. Because <laughs> sometimes those things are just being an adult or being yeah. a parent. And he's not doing the dishes for you or raising, watching the children for you. He's being right. a dad. He's being an adult grown man. And I, yeah. so I feel like this could go both ways. And because I'll just like be honest, my husband does the dishes and he, do, that's just his role. Like I cook the dinner, he does the dishes. I don't ap- share appreciation with him every time he does it. I probably could more, not gonna <laughs> lie. <laughs> but I don't feel the need to praise him and appreciate him every time he does. And I used to because of that sort of, I don't know, that that old traditional way of thinking that the woman does the housework, the man works. And those roles shift a lot. And they have shifted in our marriage a lot where there's been times where he was the primary breadwinner and I was home with the kids and took care of the house and did the dishes. And and now I'm the primary breadwinner. He has his, his own businesses, but I'm the primary breadwinner and he is the primary caretaker of our kids gets them up and ready in the morning and does the dishes he can't cook so I still do that let's just be real and but I don't feel the need to like appreciate and verbalize it out of fear that like well if I don't he won't be motivated to later so I but I I remember that shift and feeling guilty like wow he's doing all this work he's doing all these dishes I should I should praise him I should thank him and and I was like kind of insecure about it and then I'm like why am I feeling like I can't just Like, this is just the role that works for our family now. This is just, like, I don't owe him a thing. I guess that's what I'm trying to say. Like, women, you don't necessarily owe it to him, but I still do appreciate him. I still do, like, thank him. And there's times that I'll say, like, thank you for taking care of the kids. Thank you for waking up early and letting me sleep in because I was up late working last night. And so I think there's a general, it's more about an attitude and a heart condition that we have toward our men regardless of what the task is that they're doing. So if he's out there working hard, earning money, or if he's doing the dishes or driving the kids, being the taxi dad everywhere to soccer practice and school and whatnot, having a heart that appreciates his contribution to your family is what this is really about. Not saying that like, well, you have to like verbally praise him for every chore he does. Like we're his mommy and he's a toddler. (laughs) No, that's that's definitely not what, at least I was getting. No, I know you were, but I just, I feel like <laughs> some yeah. women hear that like unsubconsciously because 
and and because it's just so ingrained in us but it was just an example you gave but yeah it's also like such a I feel like something we were taught like okay yeah men men do this and women do this well right we live in 2023 like households have all kinds of families do things differently and there's lots of ways to do it it doesn't mean it's right or wrong right and we can define those roles and help out even if your main job is to do the dishes and do the chores if a man helps out I feel like we we can praise him for that and I love that but don't feel like you have to don't feel like yeah there's no like yeah. the the need and the have like the language around it really has to be like adjusted because it's yeah. like these are ways to show your man love yeah it's an these example are, it's yeah. an example so even like like when it comes to appreciation even from an energetic perspective, gratitude is oh, it's powerful. so powerful. Yeah. So, like, if even when our husband is showing us gratitude, there's power there as well. Like, there is an exchange that is happening that is yeah. beautiful and magnetizing, and it does. Like, you know, when we show gratitude, it can encourage more love. It can encourage mm-hmm. more help. It can encourage him to step more into that masculine way. Cause like at the end of the day, like our men aren't perfect, you know? Like, right, so right. it's, it's one of those things where it's like, Hey, if I can let him know that this meant something to me that like, Hey, yeah, usually I'm the one that folds the clothes or whatever. And he folded them for me. I'm like, yep. Thank you. Like, yeah, like thank, thank you, you so much. Yes. And I yeah. love that you actually, I actually love that you shared that example because like, for you, I think your acts of service as a love language, right? So like yeah. when Johnny helps out around the house, does the dishes, folds the laundry, you obviously feel more appreciation. So that's a natural totally. way for you to like uh, verbalize it and meet that, yeah. like, like give him appreciation. I'll give you an example from my life because it's like I said, it's, it's different. flip-flopped yeah. now. It's something that I recently shared with my husband was he, this in the la- over the last year has been the one in charge of signing the kids up for school for filling mm-hmm. out all the school forms, for making sure like he gets them there on time to school, he picks them up. There's all these, uh, if you guys have child school age children, more especially more than one, you know how much mental load it takes to just maintain and manage the communication, the schedules, the drop-offs, all the paperwork. It's like insane. Yeah. He does that for our kids. And he recently signed them up for jujitsu. And and that's like three, two or three nights a week. And because he felt like this is really important. I want them to be secure as young women, like they're little girls. I want them to, first of all, know how to defend themselves and in date if they're in danger, but also have that self-respect and be able to embody their body and feel confident. So he grew up going to judo and he's like, I really want them to go to jujitsu. I was going to put them in gymnastics or something like they need some kind of physical thing. And he he's like, no, I feel like this is good. So he signed them up. He's been taking them. He in a big way has been carrying the mental load that in most families, I don't want to generalize here, but more often the mothers, the women carry that load. But because I have been working and growing my business, he has been taking that on more and more. And I Mm. felt so appreciative of him for taking that lead. I didn't have to remind him, make sure you fill out those enrollment forms. Make sure you fill out that permission slip for the field trip. Oh my gosh. Make sure Ellie has her shoes. And I just like shared like, well, I so appreciate you taking this role, taking the lead on these things and making sure the kids are taken care of, that they have all their activities. And 
there's also times where I've had to bite my tongue because he didn't necessarily do it the way I wanted. I would have done it. Right. He right. didn't pack their <laughs> lunch with the organic <laughs> snacks that I would yeah. have. Or maybe he forgot. He sent Ellie to preschool with, you know, fancy shoes that got all dirty. Like I'm like, but you right. know what? Like you learn to let go and not be so controlling. Totally. But I, I still have so much appreciation. And I think I shared this yeah. with him not too long ago, just about how much I appreciated him taking that off my plate because yeah. it's a bit, the mental load of parenthood is a big deal. And yeah. if your man is stepping up, whether that's taking on that or whether it's doing the dishes or yeah. folding the laundry, find ways that you can show appreciation and love, even if it's he's working and earning income for your family so that you can go on vacations and that you can stay right. with your kids there's going to be hard things in every situation, but there's always going to be ways you can show appreciation for what he is doing. Totally. And that's like goes hand in hand with that attention. Like men having our undivided attention Mm -hmm. can be a really loving way of showing him our affection for him and our appreciation for him. I saw a TikTok video. I don't know. It was maybe like a month ago or something. And this girl made a decision that every day when her husband came home from work, she would greet him at the door with like the biggest hug, a kiss. And just, it was really sweet. So she has had videos probably like of a month of her doing that and how even his demeanor, his physical response to her changed. Like at first it was surprise. And then it was like, oh, it's you again, you know, like, okay, cool. And then you just see him start to become more and more excited to come home because his wife was so ready to just give him attention and love. (laughs) And it was so sweet. Like it was so simple. It took nothing from her, you know, to do, but she would like, even if she heard him driving, you'd see her like run up to the door, you know, to get there. And it's just so cute. I if I find that. it, I'll I'll post it. We'll on post Instagram. it. Yeah. yeah. This is but, this is definitely the attention one is one yeah. that I am working to be better at. Like Bethany, you're mm. you're you're working on understanding. I feel yeah. like I'm I'm so understand. Like I got it. You screwed up. Okay, great. Like let's work through it. You're fine. I got. <laughs> we're good there. Like if anything, I'm too understanding and I need more boundaries. Yeah. Sometimes <laughs> you but need to teach me. One, like we all have our weak points because the attention yeah, totally. one, I am the worst at that. Like my husband's probably number one complaint is like, put your phone down. Like I yeah. want time with you. And I'm the one with the quality time love language, but it's so easy to get sucked into our phones. And even totally. for me, I run my business on my phone on you know yeah. Instagram. And so it's like all distraction day, all day long. But even if you don't, and just the scroll is all consuming. Oh, yeah. We can all relate to this. And that's one of my biggest weak points is putting the phone down and recognizing like, okay, my husband deserves attention right now. Have, have boundaries, keep the work at work, keep, you know, the phone, put it in another room. If you have to put it on silent and devote your attention to your man, he is worthy of it. And so that's an area I'm just being vulnerable that I am still working on. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. No, that's so good. Okay. This next one is, this one is freedom. So as a seven, freedom is like one of our top, if not our highest need is to have freedom. So I get this from a personal level, Mm. but men need 
freedom. They want to know that they can do things that excite them, do thing, do their hobbies, spend time with the guys. Like, obviously, if they're spending more time away from you than with you, that's a problem. But I, I feel like it's really easy for wives or partners in the relationship to become clingy you know, say like, well, I want to do that. What about me? Like, let me go. I want to go with you. No, don't go on the boys trip. Let's do something together. It's like, let him have his moment. Let him have his time because men, a lot of the times process internally. And so sometimes they need time just to be alone. Let them, let them heal alone. Let them do manly shit alone. Let them spend time with other men, other healthy men do that. Mm -hmm. That's good. That absence makes the heart grow fonder like that. It really does. It truly does. And it's (laughs) such a necessity. If anything, that is probably one of the easiest things to implement right away of giving your man some freedom. Yeah. Stop being mothering him. Stop trying to control him. This was something that took me a long time to learn in my marriage because I was very clingy in the beginning. In fact, Mm. I have like a memory of us like earlier on in our marriage, maybe five years in where, okay. And my husband's an, an introvert, probably was even more introverted at this time and a big reader. And I remember he, we were in like our little apartment duplex. It was a small house, right? And so he was somewhere in one room reading. And I came over being an extrovert, wanting attention, like, hey, how you, like, I just sat down and I don't know if I started talking to him. I don't even think I started talking to him. I think I just wanted to be in the same room with him. And then yeah. after like five or 10 minutes, he got up and moved to another room. And <gasps> yes. I subconsciously moved to that room to have <laughs> <I> followed him. <laughs> And then 10 minutes yes. later, he moved to a third room, like found another space in our tiny little house. And, and then eventually I realized like, what's going on? And I got all offended and like yeah. butthurt. Like, why are you running away from me? Why are you avoiding yeah. me? Yeah. And there was the rejection wounded me that was being triggered. Totally. There was also like a self-protective, like, I need to get away and be alone thing that he had now there was also things that he had to heal that he's healed since then because in many ways he was running away from me in other areas of her marriage yeah yeah. but we were both being triggered and and we've had so many heated conversations about this topic (laughs) oh my gosh always wanted his freedom that was his need he wanted his privacy his freedom he wanted to do whatever he wanted but then I, he was doing things that were breaking my trust. He was being totally. secretive. He was being hidden. He was being manipulative. He was hiding spending habits, hiding conversations mm. with people, hiding where what he was doing and where he was going. And mm. and it, he felt triggered like I was mothering him and trying to control right. him. And so we've had to both get healing in this area. I've yeah. had to heal my rejection wounds and learn to not take it personally when he needs time alone. Totally. That's a big deal. And he has had to heal his ish, his mom issues of yeah. feeling controlled and manipulated by his wife, knowing she's not my mother. She's not trying to control me. I'm actually the one right. being controlling. I'm actually like, so I could probably have a whole podcast episode on this topic alone, but Ooh, I will yeah. just suffice it to say, I've learned to let go and give him freedom and tr- and he's learned to build trust and not project yeah. his mother wounds onto me. Yeah. And so we're at a point now where- I would say 
like just who he is as a person every like three months or so he needs to get away for like a weekend he Mm. needs to like book a hotel somewhere or a cabin in the woods or you know room on the beach drive out of our town that we live in yeah and have like three days where he is alone Right. And in the past, I would have gotten so like, why would you want to do that? Why would you want to leave us? Like, let's have a family right. vacation. And I'd be smothering, you know, or he wants to or he would go on a hike like he uh, hiking is a big thing. And he wants to do it alone. He doesn't want to do it like with other people or with me right. <laughs> or with right. the family. Right. Like we don't yeah. want it to be a family affair. And that's OK, yeah. ladies. Like, that's yeah. OK if your man, not every man needs that. But yeah. if your man's introverted and needs to decompress and process or might be intellectual or might, you know, do that internal processing himself. Don't be butthurt if he's not processing everything with you and he totally. needs to go away in order to re-energize and process and come back to himself. It'll actually be so much better for him. He'll come back healthier and happier yeah. and more appreciative and more in love with you if you let him go without being clingy. Totally. I could not agree with that more. That is, and every man is different. So you might be hearing this and being like, oh, well, my husband can't get enough of me. I'm the only person he wants to hang out with. Well, maybe he should, you know, Find some guy friends, like maybe maybe some friends. Yeah, outside of your marriage, you're right. I've seen it the other way, where the husband is controlling and won't let his wife go out and have a good time with girlfriends, or she's like, "Well, I gotta get home to my husband." I'm like, "Why? Why is he your baby? Like your child? Like have a night out, have a drink, pick your feet up." Yeah, (laughs) I never understood that. (laughs) I feel like we need to bring this up. I don't know what your situation is here, but. For us, we also used to argue about the location settings on your phone and like the mm-hmm. find, you know, remember the find my friends app? Yeah. Yeah. So my husband hated that. He refused to turn it on. He wouldn't, really? didn't want me to know his location. He felt like it was oh. an invasion of privacy. And I was like, interesting. Ooh, no, that's, that's a red flag. <laughs> that, right. Yeah. I was like, uh-uh, yeah. I'm putting my foot down. This is just like. A, a practical thing that couples need. To, I need to know if you're totally. half an hour away or five minutes away yep. from cooking dinner. Like if you have nothing to hide, why are you yeah. insecure about me knowing where you are? So totally. that was an area where he had to adjust in mm. and al- open up and allow me into his world and not yeah. feel triggered that I knew where he was. But yeah. he would, he used the excuse of, well, I need my freedom and privacy Mm. in order to justify that but I'm a big believer this is just my opinion that married couples should have access to each other's phones computers location settings if your man is hiding that from you and you can't if if he has a password on his phone and you can't see it that's a red Mm -mm. flag you should be able to know and see who he's talking to yeah where he's going not like neurotically because you're paranoid and insecure but because you have open communication and trust in your relationship totally. and there's nothing to hide. Totally. I, I think I'm, tr- I bet more. I'm triggering people right now. <laughs> I know you probably, because honestly, there are men, I think that can really, like you said, twist that language of, yeah. and guising it as like, this is my freedom. This is like, this is pri- my privacy. Like I should be able to have things that are just mine. It's like, uh, but your location and what you're getting into on devices that we are on 75% of our day. No, we, that at least like, it's not that 
you have to show your spouse your phone every single day and let them like scroll through. That's not what freedom looks like. That's not what safety in relationship looks like. What we're not saying is have access to his phone every single day and abuse that privilege. But to be able to, if you, you know, Johnny and I have always had that as like a green light, like, Hey, you know, if my phone's on the bed, sometimes a lot of times he just wants to look at pictures. <laughs> like he wants to see like the photos I've taken of Davis that day or whatever. Oh. And sometimes he'll want to like, look at like conversations that I've had with, you know, uh, random people and, Oh, you talked to this person today. That's so cool. Blah, blah, blah. You know? So there it's very lighthearted. It's not this, like, I'm, I need to have access to this because I don't trust you. It's like, I do trust you. So I want to, I want you to know that you have access to it. So I think it's definitely how it's like framed too. And that can feel good. But yeah, I would say definite red flag. If your man is convincing you or telling you like, you don't need to see this or you don't need this information because it should be available to you if, if necessary. Totally. For sure in a marriage, if it's like your boyfriend and you just got together, maybe, maybe don't do that. girlfriend. Like maybe not grab his phone. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. There's a line. (laughs) For sure. I felt like I had to clarify that for maybe a few girls out there. (laughs) I'm glad you did. I'm glad you did. One of the final ways that we can love our man is reciprocation. This kind of encompasses, I feel like all of the sort of attributes of loving our partners and it's in a way that we're being understanding and we are available to him and our hearts are open I think it's so easy as women to close our hearts and get cold and rigid when we have offenses when we don't feel safe when we have shame or fear or there's been conflict in the relationship and that process of opening our hearts to our man again can be a really intimidating process, but also a really fulfilling process. And men really value that reciprocation. So it's, it's, you know, understanding his love language and knowing like, this makes his this makes him tick, this makes him feel loved, I'm going to be intentional to show love to my husband in ways that I know he's going to receive it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I love the reciprocation part of it because I think that encompasses a lot of like how he shows us love. And so if he's, if we are being presented with ways that he loves us, it's a way that we can reciprocate that love. It might not look the same. In fact, in most cases, I don't think it does. But in terms of when he is excited to see you naked and you can reciprocate that by being like, damn, babe, you look so good. I can't wait for you to like rip my clothes off, you know, when you get home tonight or whatever, you know, whatever that looks like for you. But it can be a really beautiful way to tap into his love languages, whether it be quality time, acts of service, words of affirmation, receiving gifts or physical touch. All of them have different desires, different needs, different wants. And you can even go to your man and say, how do you want to receive? How can I reciprocate to you? So we can like share that appreciation with him by reciprocating that love. Hmm. Here's like a practical way that, that I was kind of surprised at how I could apply this in my marriage. 
Um, it can, and this is just an example of like how freaking simple it can be to love our husbands because I feel like yeah. ladies, we might, we overcomplicate it. <laughs> like, yeah. And men are very simple and very straightforward. They're kind of an open book most, in most cases. And one of the ways my husband shared with me, he was like, you know what? I would really appreciate it if you responded to my funny memes and texts that I sent you all day long. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because he, he'll scroll TikTok or go online and he'll send me stuff that to him, he, he thinks, oh, Karen would love this. She would think this is so funny or it's so relatable to our life and our, our yeah. kids, our family. And he would send me stuff all the time. And I would send him stuff too. It's not like I was ghosting him or ignoring him. I would just like send him stuff and he would send me stuff, but I would never like respond to each one because right, I just right. didn't have time for that. Or I thought I didn't have time for it or I, but I wasn't even like hearting it. He's like, you know what? You don't even respond to my texts. And I'm like, I had no idea that meant something that meant to you. Something, like, right. Okay. Yeah. So like, I'm like, okay, I can be intentional and reciprocate and respond to that's what really totally. what that means is to respond to your man. So if he's yeah. showing you something, then responding to it, even in simple ways, like laughing at his humor or his funny memes that he's sending you can totally. make him feel seen and valued and loved. So mm. that was just a surprising little thing that I learned lately. Oh, well, this actually means something to you. And maybe it doesn't to other guys, but apparently it did to my husband. So now I'm working yeah. on being reciprocating his text. Messages. Oh my gosh. I love that. That's so good. Yeah. <laughs> That's a great way to like, you know, simplify things. And I think there's a lot of like little ways we can reciprocate and we can respond. So the final thought we'll give you is that one way to love your man is to have sex. And mm -hmm. if that's not said, I feel like that needs its own like mention <laughs> because to men, sex means a lot to them. It's yeah. not, it's not the same as for women, for women, it's, it's important for both of us, but for men, it communicates love and acceptance in a much deeper way than sometimes any of these, the other things on this list. And yeah. it can be a very powerful way to love your man to have sex, be physically intimate, whatever that looks like for you guys. Yeah. But making yourself available as a wife to show up and have sex and be physically intimate and enjoy it and and serve him and love him in that, but to enjoy it together mm. is a really powerful way to love your man. And I feel like it would we would be remiss if we did not mention this on a sex podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's, it's important to also talk about like your role and how you approach it. Because I think a lot of women, we can take it on as like, oh, this is the chore. Like yeah. the sex is the chore. So like, yeah, well, I'm going to have sex with you. I'm going to allow you to have sex with me. But if you can enter into that with, into their bedroom with enthusiasm and excitement that only spurs him on more and makes him feel loved more because that is a huge way that men feel connected to you. Like that your husband feels connected to you. So yeah. I think that's really, really important that you're not going into this as like, okay, like it's a way I can like make him feel good. So I'm going to do him my feel duty. Yeah. It's like yeah. You, that you're like self-sacrificing something. It's like, yeah, this please is don't play the martyr. Don't. Yeah. <laughs> and don't this, that. that's not sexy. That doesn't communicate no. love. And they know they pick they up on know. that. Those energetics are really clear. <laughs> if there's no desire 
on your part to have sex and be intimate with your man. That makes them feel rejected on a deep level. And that's a good thing to be really like physically and emotionally aware of that. If you are not in a good space on a day and you don't want to have sex, like, and you're just like, I am cut off, like my, I am tapped out. My body's not into it. Then don't choose that day. Yeah. Oh, and if your husband well, and be comes honest about that, yeah, be you honest. can totally say no. We're not saying don't you, you're not allowed to say no to your right. man. Like, no, of course not. Yes, you can. It's, a, yeah. it's again, the attitude of like, Hey baby, I really want you, but I'm just not feeling it today. <laughs> totally. Yeah. Cause that can, that can almost make it worse. Show up when you are consensual and excited show up and show him that authentic open receptive feminine (laughs) energy that he is so in love with and so excited about and can be so excited about that's a really beautiful way to love your man and there may be times where you're not feeling it but if you take those take that chance to go for it anyway usually it works out Like, wow, I'm so glad. I'm so glad we did that. I wasn't feeling it at first, but I feel so much better. Like it does something for us too. And it really can reinvigorate your man. It can. I mean, I literally last night, my husband wanted to have sex and I was just like really not into it. And I just told him, I was like, ravish me. I literally told him that I was like, <laughs> take care of me. Like, and he did. And so, and then I got there, you know, once, yeah. once there's I was a, at that, that point. That happens a lot. It happens a lot. Yes. And yeah. that's okay. There's totally times where it's like, it's really late at night, you know, yeah. and I'm like, ah, I'm so tired. I'm, I'm going to be like a couch potato, but if you want to have sex, I, yeah. I'm open I'll to it. I'll be the pillow you're... princess. I'll but... be the pillow princess. <laughs> Yeah. But then let me tell you, once we get into it, I'm like, yeah, baby, I'm so glad we did it. (laughs) Yeah. And you, you get those benefits even the next day, you know, even Mm. it doesn't just end at an orgasm, the, the connection, you feel that intimacy even throughout the week moving on and you want, you want it more later on and you're not as testy with each other. And he's, you know, his physical needs were met, you know, he was able to release. So, and we were able to receive and there's this beautiful, you know, yin and yang that happens within that, that can be really powerful, especially in how we love our men. So, yep. And this might trigger some, but giving your man a blowjob is like, an even deeper, Mm. sometimes more powerful form of sex that is truly giving Mm. and not necessarily where you're receiving as well, because sex is brings you close together and creates a deeper connection and intimacy in your marriage. But when you give your man oral sex, you're basically saying, I am just giving to you, I want to pleasure you, I want you to know I receive you, I admire you, I love you, like it communicates all those things to him. And Mm. that like one blowjob could like blow everything else on this list out of the water. It could, (laughs) it could be the equivalent of like a month of praise and respect and admiration. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) Drop down on your knees one time. Damn. What kind of blowjobs are you giving Karen? (laughs) I just feel like that's. I feel like you're making some really intense uh, phrases right now that I'm like, am I overstating this? Tell me me if I'm overstating this, guys, because I feel like maybe it's some guys and not others, but I feel like (laughs) there 
I don't know. I could tell me if I'm wrong. I'm not going to try to assume. <laughs> we'll put a poll. <laughs> we'll put a poll. <laughs> can, it, can a one blowjob get rid of a month's worth of problems? <laughs> no, that's not what I said. <laughs> what did you say? A month of I said a, a month one of blowjob can be the equivalent of a month of respect and admiration, like oh, verbal. No, but- I verbal mean, praise that's a lot that I feel lot. maybe not a month but at least <laughs> like at least like a week or two I could see a week <laughs> I'll give you a week <laughs> I feel like they're riding that thing for several days <laughs> yeah, well yeah and if you swallow that's a whole different that maybe that's Let's the it. month you, if you want to like really up up. And that's the that's the month but you got to get to that category yeah 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 <laughs> so, Okay, the twenty-two percent of men that listen to this—how is this accurate? What's yeah. how much is a blowjob worth? <laughs> yes, yes. Not to say that that's gonna like erase the slate. Oh, you can be disrespectful to your man all month, right? Right. If you give a blowjob, <laughs> you're golden. Saying. I mean, maybe I don't know. You tell. I'm not the expert here. I just know if you want to up level your showing your man love. That's what this podcast is all about. How to yeah. love your man. I'm just saying. <laughs> consider it yes oh <laughs> and we have my a whole gosh. other episode on that yeah <laughs> oh my god well with all that to be said we have a challenge for you for the month of September. It's a 30-day challenge on the Love on Your Man challenge. So we've come up with a list of small gestures of love that we can show our husband. And we each week, we want to focus on a different point that we made this week. So one week will be respect, one week will be understanding, appreciation, attention, freedom and we'll get we're just going to give you guys prompts throughout the month and you can do some of them you can do all of them you could do none of them you could do one of them it doesn't matter but we just want to invite you guys into this challenge we want to get dms from you guys of how they went how your husband responded we just want to know how it went for you guys and we're going to be participating as well we'll put our findings in the stories we'll probably do a podcast episode about how it went uh, but we think this is a really great opportunity to just lean in more not step up but lean in and you know we don't need to step up and become somebody that we're not but we just want to lean into the marriage a little bit more lean into our husband's like desires and his heart and let him have some let him, let him be the star of a show for a little bit and honestly you might be surprised what he'll do in return so this isn't a transactional challenge this isn't like i'm doing this so i get this back it's really that like unconditional i love you and i just want to show you that love and affection to your man so yeah and you might even learn new things about your man for totally the ones that really made him feel loved and the ones that were like uh eh, i'll take it or leave it like so try yeah. some new ones <laughs> yeah totally it, it might you know awaken some things it should be pretty fun so each week we'll do a post on instagram highlighting what we talked about what what the 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 focus is for the week and in our stories every day we will put in the prompt we're Love excited for Yeah, I'm really excited for you guys to join in on this with us and to just see our men 
feel super loved by us. What a what a fun opportunity. Yeah. All right, ladies, I hope you got something out of this. Tell us your thoughts, your feelings, interview your man, ask him, is this true? Is this accurate? What in what ways do you feel loved? Maybe that's just the main question to ask him tonight. Like, hey, babe, what makes you feel the most loved? And listen to what he has to say. So we hope this blesses your marriage and brings you guys closer together. So we will see you next week.